What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteX.com. Today we continue our perfect workout series, this time with one of the most requested, the perfect ab workout. Now guys, you have to realize that we're not just talking about the rectus abdominis, we're talking about an ab workout. See, a lot of times people use the all-inclusive term of abs to mean much more than that, to mean the obliques, to mean the transverse abdominis, maybe even to mean the serratus, because all these muscles matter and they're all going to be included and worked in our workout here. But how are we going to dictate what's so perfect? Guys, you know I've said before, there's no such thing as one singular perfect workout. But we have to include some features to make it a really damn good one. And when it comes to the abs, it's less about the exercises, because we know we have literally hundreds if not thousands of opportunities here to pick from different exercises. It's more about making sure we hit the main function and to make sure that we actually hit the main sequence of how we want to train these muscles. I'll start with the sequence. When you're training your abs, because the bottom-up movements tend to be heavier and harder, because the weight of your legs is always going to be more difficult than lifting your torso, you want to start with those when you have the most energy. You're going to find that if you save your lower or bottom-up movements towards the end, you're not going to get as much out of them. So we work in this particular sequence that's going to work its way all the way through both variations of this workout. That's right, I said both because I'm going to include a beginner and a more advanced version of these workouts because I know people are at different levels that want to follow this. As a matter of fact, to make it even really easy, I'm going to include the use of just a band and a pull-up bar so even if you're doing this at home, you're not going to have a hard time following along. Now guys, when we talk about the function, the abs do a lot of different things. They don't just do this. Right? That's what a lot of people think they do. They think they just crunch. But as a matter of fact, they actually control motion in the opposite direction. They'll pull you back and control that. And we want to make sure we work that function if we're going to have a complete workout. They also control motion in other directions. They prevent us from lateral movement if it's unnecessary or unwanted. And we can work exercises that will do that too. They'll also prevent rotation. We can, matter of fact, we can stay right here in the middle and have someone push our arms left or right and not have them go anywhere. And the main function there is going to be attributed to the work of the abs and the obliques. We also know that they can control rotation. They can let it happen, but happen under your control. As a matter of fact, they can become main drivers of rotation, explosive, powerful drivers of rotation. And any workout that overlooks this aspect of it isn't doing its due diligence. So we want to make sure that we include that function as well. We're going to include all the proper functions and hit them in the right sequence and go through all the anatomy here so you guys understand what it is you're trying to accomplish and actually get a peek at the muscles that are doing the job for you. So when it comes to the anatomy part, guys, sometimes it can be confusing, but it's all made so much easier when we do what we always do with the perfect series, and that is break out the muscle markers. And as you guys can see here, the six-pack muscle, the rectus abdominis, is pretty identifiable. As a matter of fact, what I want you to look at, though, is not just how easily noticed it is, but really what is the direction of the fibers? And what is it attaching? It's going up and down, north and south, attaching the rib cage down to the pelvis, driving the movement of flexion of our body top down or bottom up. And we know we can take advantage of this motion at the same time realizing that it's not the only thing that happens because all you got to do is look at another muscle here like the obliques. Now if you look at the external obliques, which are the visible muscles above the internal obliques, you can see that the direction is oriented at an angle, at an oblique angle. That's where I got the name from. And the driver of this is that it has a different function it's going to be really good at helping us to rotate and control rotation like I talked about. So we're going to have opportunities to do that if we follow the fibers like always. And the internal obliques ironically run at directly the opposite direction. But it does the same thing. It's controlling rotation in another way, again working in concert with the obliques on the other side to produce some really magnificent things when it comes to rotation. But then we can look at another muscle here and that's the transverse abdominis. And this one runs more like a weight belt, literally around your waist with the idea being this is driving stability. 
We want to take advantage of that because we can do that in certain exercises better than others to really get more out of it, and I'm going to show you how to do that. And then finally, guys, the forgotten core muscle, as I've always alluded to, the serratus, the interdigitation. That's right, I said interdigitation of the obliques with the serratus itself is there for a reason. There's a reason why they work together and prefer to work together. And if we could do that, we will achieve a level of perfection that any other workouts that don't do this are missing. All right, guys, so we kick this off with a bottom-up movement. Remember, we talk about wanting to be doing when we're stronger or have more energy. So the bottom-up movement will drive this. And if you look at the beginner version here, we start with the iso-reverse crunch, with the main function being focus on that pelvis. I talked about in the beginning how the attachment of the ribcage to the pelvis means that we're just trying to bring the pelvis towards the ribcage, not get a swing. You don't see me doing this. You don't see me swinging the legs down and up, down and up. That becomes a hip flexor-driven movement. If we just isolate the lifting of the pelvis, we're going to do a better job of hitting the abs and making them do what they're supposed to be doing. Now, if we want to make this more difficult, we look over here at the advanced side, and this is a hanging x-rays. The advantage of the hanging x-rays is twofold. Number one, it's more difficult because we have to lift the weight of our legs as opposed to having a bent leg. And number two, we're actually lifting them for a longer period of time than we are when we're laying down. The strength curve of these exercises are different more prolonged tension on the hanging raise than we would be in any variation of a laying down raise. And more importantly, another thing that we have is a accessory movement of being able to bring the legs together, to adduct the legs, stabilizing the pelvis from the bottom up with the activation of the adductors. So the x-rays allows us to do that. So either way, guys, if you're starting to build here the perfect beginner workout, or if you're starting to build the advanced workout, this is where you want to start. All right, moving on to the next exercise here. This is our bottom-up rotation movement. If you look at the beginner version here, guys, we have something called a seated ab circle. This is an exercise where we actually get some upper body stability because we can keep our hands in contact with the ground, which is perfect for more of the beginners doing these workouts. We're going to just make clockwise circles and counterclockwise circles. If you want to make it more difficult here, we just step it up a little bit. We do these hanging leg spirals. Again, this is like a hanging leg raise, which we know are more difficult with the extended length of the legs, but we're just going to add a little bit of a hip twist at the end to get that rotation. In either case, guys, what I want you to notice here is the rotational stability function. We mentioned it in the beginning. We're not trying to prevent rotation here. As a matter of fact, we're not trying to do anything explosive here with rotation, but we are trying to control the amount of rotation we have. And once again, as we glimpse back, we can start to see this ab workout take shape, whether it be in the beginner form or in the more advanced form, but we're well on our way to hitting both the functions and the sequence that we're after to make this thing work its best. Sticking with the rotational theme now, we're moving up to the obliques. And again, this is where I like to situate these muscles when it comes to the entirety of the workout. If you train the obliques too late, once again, I feel that you wind up feeling too fatigued to actually do them well. So what we want to do here is at the beginner level, perform this recliner elbow to knee tuck. The main thing to focus on here is the function. We're driving rotation here, and we're driving it in the direction of the fibers of the obliques. Remembering that both the internal oblique and the external oblique are going to work together to drive rotation in one direction, and the opposite pair are going to drive rotation back in the other direction. As we move on to the more difficult version here for the advanced, now we're looking at something called the tornado chop. And this is where we're going to first utilize the band with the hanging pull-up bar. Because what we want to do here is add some resistance, driving the band down into the side. Again, creating rotation. The idea being no matter what you do for your obliques, guys, you better be twisting or moving in some direction, left or right, if you really want to be hitting them the hardest. This is a great opportunity. And as we build out these workouts yet again, here's the beginner, here's the advance. You can start to see this is really starting to take shape. 
All right, now we start to move on and start to transition away from all the bottom-up driven movements into some mid-range movement because we're still involving the bottom-up but we're combining with some top-down motion. And you can see here at the beginner level, we're doing something called the opposite side elbow to knee. Now this is a variation of the plank. You guys know that I'm not a huge fan of a plank when it comes to using it as just an exercise that's more remedial. If we know that we can hold the plank for two, three, four minutes, then you're not doing a hard enough version of the plank. This is the first place that I would have a beginner step up to because what we're doing here is challenging some rotational stability, of course, and that anti-extension component, that function of the ab to prevent our low back from caving in when we do lift two points of contact off the ground. And if we want to do this to the advanced guys, we're going to move the top down and the bottom up, but we're going to do it at the same time, and we're going to actually add a little bit of a twist to it with this scissor V-up. Here we're just trying to keep the leg scissor going and the V up going at the same time. This is actually a little bit easier than it looks because the top down motion is going to help to shorten that lever arm of the legs in relation to the torso, but don't be fooled, this is not easy. But it is doable, especially at this point in the workout. And as you see, once again, we keep building out these workouts here. Again, no matter which one you're following, guys, this is a challenging workout, but it will be rewarding, I promise. And here is actually probably my favorite part of the workout. Some of my favorite exercise choices occur right here with top-down rotation because most of the time they are top-down driven with our feet in contact with the ground. The first exercise here, if you're more of a beginner, is actually going to work on that anti-rotation component and function of the abs. And that is this oak tree step out. Here you want to get the band out in front of your body extended as long as you can. You're going to step out as far as you can without letting any movement of the arms go back in the opposite direction. If you're strong enough, if you can prevent rotation, your arms won't budge. If you start to see that they drift back towards the anchor point every single time, then you're not strong enough. You either need to lighten the resistance of the band or you need to step out a little bit less. Now, when we move more to the advanced side of it though, this gives us a great opportunity to become more explosive. Here we can actually do something called the sledgehammer swing, which is a very explosive rotational ground-based movement. Again, why I love these top-down rotational movements. And you can see here I'm driving a lot of rotation, even from, you can see the pivoting of the foot on the ground to help me to get as much power and force as I can. This easily could be a med ball throw against the wall where you can actually express full power because you're getting rid of the ball. As I said, we're not limited to just these exercises, guys. There's so many options, but if you understand the mindset of why we selected what we did here, then the opportunities to add different exercises in here will be infinite. And now that we've fully transitioned to the top-down movements, we actually have an exercise in common, differentiating only between the beginner and the advanced version by the resistance of the bands you're using. Now before you think you have to run out and buy a different band, you don't, you just have to wrap it in a different way. If I wrap it through itself like this, we have the single band that we're going to pull down on, as you see me doing here, in the beginner version. If I want to make this more difficult, all I have to do is wrap it over the bar and then grab one portion of it in each hand and I've effectively doubled the resistance by shortening the length of that band. But either way guys, there's two things I want you to focus on in these top-down movements. The first one is how we're doing it. You will not see me doing this. I'm not sitting back with my hip flexors. I'm not just allowing my pelvis to drop down towards my heels. As a matter of fact, if I do this right, my pelvis should never go towards my heels. We want to do what the anatomy dictates, and that is we want to pull the rib cage down and forward towards the pelvis. Just sitting back in there is actually just cheating your way through every single rep, and you're not going to get anything out of it. Now the second thing you want to focus on is what's happening here with the transverse abdominis. Remember I talked about that muscle in the beginning. This is a great opportunity and a place to work it. And that is 
can we create some stability of the core, bracing if you will, before we do that. As a matter of fact, you'll find less of a tendency to want to drop down into that hip flexor cheat if you do this bracing first. And to do that, you just want to try to flatten your stomach out. What would it feel like if you just walked yourself into an ocean full of ice cold water? You'd want to pull in and flatten because of how cold it is. You want to do the same thing here. You flatten, you tighten, you use that internal weight belt to create the stability. Once it's there, then you pull down and forward towards that pelvis. We are constructing these perfect workouts side to side so you can jump back and forth if need be or follow on one track. Either way, guys, you're on the right track. And finally, guys, where most ab workouts will be over at this point, ours is not quite there yet. We've got one more exercise, and that is we want to work the serratus. I talked about its involvement and integration with the obliques and why we want to do it. As a matter of fact, it was part of our holy trinity when we talked about this in a previous video. The fact is, guys, we can do this pretty easily. If you're a beginner, I want you to do this exercise here called the plank pushaway. And what we do is we get ourselves once again in that plank position, but not to do planks, to do something more, and that is we're going to drive our forearms down into the ground, get the shoulder blades to be separated. Start with them pinched together and separate them as far as you can by protracting them by pushing through the forearms into the floor. This you will feel will activate the muscles right there in the serratus that will create some stability of the shoulder blades as they relate to your entire rib cage. That is important. That is a function of core stability. So we can work that here and at the same time help to develop the muscles that are going to be clearly visible as they work together with the obliques. If we want to make this more difficult, we can do this plank punch out. As I punch the band out and away from my body, it's that extra push. Don't just get it out in front of you. Push out in front and then another two or three inches. And you'll really feel that serratus doing the work. And there you have it guys, the perfect ab workout in the books. Regardless of whether you're following the beginner version you see here or the advanced version I'm going to show here in a couple seconds, the fact of the matter is guys, you have to understand this, there is no such thing as perfect. We know we could have a lot of other ab exercises that could comprise this workout, but when you understand why you're doing what you're doing and how to do what you're doing, you can come pretty damn close to perfect and this is my best attempt. If you're looking for programs guys where we do the same thing, we try to put the science into the selection of what we do because we know how much it matters, all of our programs are based on that same principle. They're all available over at athletics.com. If you're looking for more of the perfect workouts guys, they're all available for you here on this channel. You just got to make sure you subscribe and turn your notifications so you never miss one. At the same time guys, anything you want me to cover, I'll do my best to do that for you. You just got to leave it down in the comments below and I'll try to do that guys in the days and weeks ahead. All right, I'll see you soon.